Hello, and welcome to the very special Christmas edition podcast of the Beer Mistress's Microbrew Review. Yay. This is Shannon, your beer mistress, and Hi. I am here with... The Professor. Cousin Max. And I'm Jason. The return of Jason! Jason, it's been too long. I, I love sequels. <laughs> well, we have to let you always go last because I just love the way that you always come in with the and I'm Jason. We've heard great things about your sign-off, too, so... You have a little bit of time to work up to that. <laughs> That's good to know. Start practicing. Christmas episode. It is. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Solstika. That's the one. That one. I think what we're really, truly celebrating today is Mad Elf. So we have come together. <laughs> now is the time. It's been... 16, 17 episodes. We have mentioned it in 80% Almost of Almost every them. one of them. So we're just going to give ourselves over have to the it. Mad Elf theme music play every time we say the name this time. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> usually, It'll be a surprise. He usually likes to cap it around three. Unless uh, it depends. comedic moments where he can slip it in there. So you're going to insert one like right here? Nobody said it. <laughs> that's true that's true i Uh-oh. love mad elf <laughs> <laughs> thank you cousin max we knew we could count on you uh, brought him along for some reason so i do want to point out that this is the first time that the meeting of the minds has been this full um that's true we've we never have, have we ever done four before no and we've never had all four of us in the same room i thought we did four because we've done this paired up mic thing before it was called the fireside chat was the fireside chat yeah. oh that's right yeah, so this is this is a big deal for me. This is like my favorite guys, my favorite beer, all in the same room, and I have presents. Is this your favorite beer? Is this on your top ten list? It is on my top ten list. Uh, the only problem with my top ten list is that I wrote it about two months ago, and I think I could already swap out two of them. So. Well, I mean, that's that's not so much a problem, I think. I think that's the wonderful thing about craft beer is that you're always finding new stuff. I had a fantastic beer just the other night at a Belgian cafe and it was so delicious and amazing and I've never heard of it before it was a stout and just fantastic so I would maybe switch that onto my new favorite list I've never seen it in a bottle or anything though so who knows nice I think the constant fluctuation of top 10 beers is a is a good mark um we're constantly having good, you know, something new popping out in the market. Um, somebody's putting out a new product, either getting more name recognition that they already have or something brand new, you know, throwing a new name into the hat. And, uh, you know, I like it. And it means that we're trying more stuff. You know, you'll never find, if you just drink the same stuff all the time, you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have tried that stout last night. If, I mean, they had great, they had Delirium Noel on tap. I clear, like, gladly would have drank that all night. It's great beer. But since I love to try new stuff, I saw this one, saw Stout. Uh, my, my problems from last week are beginning to assuage themselves. Yay. I think well, I'm, it's getting colder, I've, too. I've found my beers now. It is a little colder. I wore a coat out, so I wanted a Stout. Well, I am going to say, in about 10 or 15 minutes, you have time to mull it over. I'm going to ask for your current top three. Hmm. So, I don't want you to be quiet and introspective for the next 15 minutes because you think about that. I'm going to do some other things in the meantime to paint the picture for our listeners about what it is that we've got going on today. Um, <laughs> we promised you some things. It. We'll see what we've come through You already with. got your top three? I have my top three already. 
but I'll save it for later. Do you want to throw down that gauntlet and challenge the boys to also come up with it that fast? Yes. Okay, okay so my top three okay. are Mad Elf. Number one? Obviously. Hop Slam. Okay. Bell's Hop Slam. Yes. And Southern Tier Chocolate Stout. Hmm. The Imperial Double Chocolate? Yeah. The one we have the case of? Yes. Okay. They are three excellent beers, I must say. Mm-hmm. And they're all pretty different from each other, too. But they're all very high ABV. No, as true. they should be. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two. I don't know if I have my third yet. Okay. I could make it Mad Elf. <laughs> but you don't want to cheat. <laughs> I've got, uh, I think I've got three, actually, already. Jeez. And uh, mine fluctuate seasonally. Um, right now, my top three would have to be the Edmund uh, Fitzgerald Porter from Porter, Great yeah. Lakes, which is a phenomenal porter. Um, with that would have to be Allagash Black. Okay. Um, and with that, I would actually, just because I've had it more recently than the Chocolate Stout, is the Southern Tier Mocha. Okay. Fair enough. I like the Mocha. That's a great breakfast one. I'm going to... Uh... I'm changing my answers. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Already? The Chocolate Stout is turning to Pumpkin. Okay. More than the Chiflet? I thought you liked the Chiflet better this year. This year I did, but overall Pumpkin has, has done well. I choose Pumpkin. It's still southern tier, so. So it's it's not really a, a change of right, mind. It's, more it's of just a, a slide around. Shift. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ian. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Firestone Parabola. Oh. And if I can't pick that since it's so hard to find, I'll go with the Bourbon County. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. Both in the same style, but that's just one choice. Uh, Double Citra because I found it once, and I feel like it'll be like that bottle of Malbec that I first had, and have never. What could have been found again. I think the double citra is like the it one that so got sad. away. It's it's. I've it's known like a lot of ones that, that got you, away. Yeah. And I miss them all. I'll chase after them for the rest of my life. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, Mad Elf is so good. <laughs> I do look forward to this coming out every year. It makes me so happy. So. And we had better luck this year than we did last year, when we were sort of. Last year we scrounged to get six packs to make up two or three cases. Yes. This year we went a little, uh, I won't say overboard, but we found a place that had 20 cases and purchased seven of them. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I looked at my car and I was like, oh, I'm glad I got the big one. Because if I was still driving my little econo box, I'm not sure. Yeah, they wouldn't have fit. And the tires would have probably been like... (laughs) Riding on the like ground. These first world problems floating around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit enough beer in my car. The, the <laughs> bottle shop. My bigger car so that I can fit more beer into it. The bottle shop that just opened uh, near my house, they posted on Facebook the other day. They're like, we've got a little bit of Mad Elf and a limit of, you know, two bottles per customer. And I was just like, <laughs> seven cases. <laughs> what else? What else you got? So let's go. Can we go to the one of the more important parts of today? Yes. Presents. Yes. All right. She was trying to gear up for that. And we. This is Christmas her. episode. Yes. So um, I love giving gifts, and you guys, as I have already mentioned, and I don't want to ruin this. You know, don't let it go to your heads. Are some of my favorite guys. So perfect hey, yo. combination. Uh, I have made you each a gift bag. Aww. If you would like to, one minute. Yes. 
All right, there are going to be rules involved these are, here. These are we got to describe what's happening. They're, yes. they're heavy. So we all have what are that. wine bags essentially, right? Uh, well, they are what you make of them, and in, in the they're beer mistress's bags. world, they're beer beer gift bags. Beer bags. So the first thing I want you to beer bow baggins. Mine, mine, uh, <laughs> mine has some interesting antlers popping out of the top. You're ruining this for me. Oh. Where's your let her let her let her do it. Okay. Let her have fun. So pull out the first thing that should be a accoutrement for your head, your pate. Um, <laughs> gee whiz, they're antlers. Who would have known? So um, we have we have two Santa <laughs> Santa hats uh, from the dollar store. They're very soft, actually, for being only a dollar. They also may not right fit home. their heads. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, I'm a little worried that they might not fit all of your... You, you both have very lush... Luscious hair. Locks, yeah. Oh, look. The professor got his hair in that thing. I can't believe that happened. I think mine will spear it. Um, <laughs> why did uh, Why did they get Santa hats? Because clearly it wouldn't have gone over the headphones. Uh, <laughs> originally, also how <I>, <laughs> much funnier our antlers. <laughs> That's part of it. Um, originally, we had matching antlers, so that it was two and two. I thought that was sweet. However, my one antler broke, <laughs> so it, it started like falling down over my. A droopy antler. <laughs> yes, it was absolutely. That's what you get antler. for playing with your gifts before it's time. <laughs> so um, now I am adorable. wearing an elf hat. Actually, Jason, someone needs to take a picture of that for Facebook. It looks awesome. Jason, you look so cute. <laughs> I'm on be it. Super <laughs> awkward. Oh please! If please I haven't had me, my fair, fair <laughs> of, uh, awkward photos up on Facebook. So so uh, so I am happened. wearing my elf hat. Because I'm also wearing my Maddo t-shirt that I got when we went to Trogues. So um, that fit for me. And when I, needed, when I needed an antler switch out, it worked out really well. So people looking at these photos on Facebook can see the equipment that we're using to tape it. <laughs> <laughs> Look behind the curtain. It is a studio. Far less professional. <laughs> oh, please. We've never Did claimed we to be professional. Yeah. All right. So you sound super professional. The next thing Uh-oh. that I would like each of you to reach in. You look like a sailor. You like, do. I don't know how you're it no, leave it to you to make it all dashing and stuff. Yeah, we'll take Ian, a picture. Ian, you want me to take a picture? I got it. I got one of those reversal camera dealies. Oh my goodness. And I'm all wearing right. a jacket. And so, I'm wearing a jacket. For the <laughs> for the sake of the the weight of the bag, why don't you pull out the bottle next and let the other things fall to the bottom? I didn't know there was even more than that. Oh. I was just anticipating a bottle. Yeah. So you each have a different bottle based on what I think you will enjoy. I want to guess. I can't guess. Max, what do you got? Other than that big grin on your face. The one that I forgot about putting into my top three. Ooh! Look at me go. Clown shoes. The Vampire Slayer, Ooh, probably awesome. one of my favorite companies that I've run into this year. I don't even know how long they've been around, but phenom. And what is the style of the Vampire Slayer? This is the clearly garlic American <laughs> style. Jason, I have McKellar's Santa's Little Helper. I thought it was going to be a framboise at first with that red foil wrapping when you pulled it out. It uh, it got great reviews, and I'm a schmuck from McKellar. Yeah, I don't think I've tried it yet. This will be good. So I thought it was a good one. Ian what did I, I have? I had the uh, Port Brewing Company Santa's Little Helper the other day. That was delicious. I'm surprised they can have the same name. It's McKellar. He gets away with a lot. Maybe he collaborated with them. So I kind of ruined the surprise last week at Capone's. That's true, but I've already forgotten. <laughs> I actually I did forget until I looked down and I saw the bottle cap and now the label, and it's the... Uh, 
Dominion, and I have the Morning Glory, which is an espresso stout with, again, as we spoke of label art frequently, despite our, our best efforts, uh, they have that very 1940s World War II pinup-esque uh, art to their, their bottles, and this one, one is no, <coughs> no exception. It's quite lovely. Well, on the uh, Labor Day barbecue episode, we had the, the double D video, IPA. He took a minute to point out he thought it was a great pinup thing. So when I saw the same woman but in a more suggestive pose and in an I got to be honest, stout, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily saying I think this woman's really hot. That's why I like this label, which is not an untruth. I was just <laughs> saying I liked the style. I like in general I like that style. I love those old posters uh, that came around during the World War II era. For I the, wonder the why propaganda you like Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, not in your bag, but... Also, that looks like a great morning. Yes, true. I concur. Shall um, we say breakfast stout? <laughs> not in your bag, but hopefully in your hand, is also your commemorative Mad Elf glass that uh -huh. we got from Trogues there for you to remember the Christmas of 2012. Yay. The first Aww. ever holiday podcast and Dashing Rogue talent show. <laughs> um, well, we had a Halloween. A couple episode. more of these, that's, and I can burp the alphabet, maybe. That's that's true. Everybody look at me when they say talent show. <laughs> it's my talent show. Talent. You're the only one with talent. Yeah, so. um, there are two things left in your bag. One is a box, and one is a little gifty. So leave the box, pull out the gifty. What does gifty mean? It means not it's not box. in a not box. Not the box. Fair enough. <laughs> it is. Most definitely. Not Ooh, most. right up so, my alley. <laughs> Ian, I will go with yours first. This is, I'm, uh, I'm having my third and final, hopefully, helping of Humble Pie. I know that I fought you a little bit on your professor moniker, but this is my peace offering and saying that uh, I'm, I'm going to give myself over to it, just let it happen. Appreciate that. And, uh, I have a, what it's going to be. <laughs> it's, yes, it is, there's no changing it now. Uh, a, a lovely new tie here, oh, Calvin shade Klein. Of, shade of royal purple. Royal purple, yes, indeed. Because he is a lord, like he is a not lord. a peasant. No, definitely not. This is beautiful, thank you. Sure. Looking forward to wearing it soon, perhaps for the next podcast. There you go, I like it. Max? I should, I should always ask questions right when you're taking a sip. <laughs> I, I know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to prioritize my best here. Get you a sippy straw. Yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna I'm going to have like a whole Mad Elf <laughs> collection at this point. That's the plan. <laughs> I'm loving this. This, well, this is really because I didn't choose it to be in my top three, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we're going to shame you into we're gonna it. We're going to keep throwing more Mad Elf. Hey, friend. Know. Hey. Do you want to try a sip? <laughs> First one's on me. I've always been a glutton for pure <laughs> I love it. You want another one? So he has That's the thing yes. about the Mad Elf. Because it's not until the second one that you're like, I really do love this beer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, And guys. I love you, so guys. What Max neglected to do was describe what he got in it as his gifty. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you showed it off pretty, but you didn't describe it. It's Is this an ornament? Yeah. Sure. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I guess technically you can do with it whatever you want. You, you can wear hang it, it like from your car. Little, from little the Mustang bling. I could bling. use it as an amulet. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to rock this at work. You can control a dragon with it. Oh. <laughs> so amazing. I like that that joke means something to me now. <laughs> yeah. Jason? I have, a, I have a green Mad Elf t-shirt. 
uh, that would go great with the antlers that I'm wearing. Oh, right <laughs> you guys are gonna match so cheerfully. Would you like to? Are borrow you gonna put it on right now? Your dingly. I did. Would you borrow my dingly? So whoa, you can learn whoa. Your <laughs> we just went there. Uh, happy holidays. So the box is the last thing. Go ahead, reach in, enjoy the box. Did we all get the same thing in the box? Yes and no. Ah. I don't know what that means. I think I know what I got. <laughs> ta 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 ta. All right. I have a feeling that I know what I got. Now. So <laughs> you each got a Tria gift card, the amount of which is in direct relation to how heavy of a user you are of Tria. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that reset your total number of uh, No, it's 5000 when it resets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what, what are you up to now? Uh, more than that. More than 5000 because I restarted. <laughs> Don't listen to this, anyone. Don't listen. <laughs> so I know that we talk about Tria a lot and then try really hard not to talk about Tria so much. Um, but the but this is, is a week for embracing truths. Yes. And um, they did a great gift card promotion for, for Black Friday or Worth Cyber Monday. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was just, there's too many Tria users in my life not to embrace the fact that, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want you to be comparing sizes These with the people around you. Just understand that there was a, a method to the madness. We, we are men. This is what we do. <laughs> we're we're going to compare sizes. How big is your card? <laughs> Three feet. So thank you for letting me do that. I know it's silly and random. Um, I think we did have a thing on our Facebook page, a, a place for people to vote what it is they wanted out of this podcast because, you know, this is the people's podcast. And... I think. Well, what are we? We're not some <laughs> socialist kind of no. podcast All here. We're more despotic than that. I don't know. You've got kind of the whole Marx look going on over there. You do. Yeah, but like a lord, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a Rasputin or something. <laughs> All I was going to say is Ian's Oh, rain down terror. Wearing your Santa hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Old Rasputin. <laughs> like the the scary Russian Santa Claus from the new animated film that I keep hearing stuff about. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I want to see it. Right. The Rise of the Guardians. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Enjoy. Oh, all I was going to say is wow. Ian's mom voted twice on our poll, and I, I was just really impressed. You're not allowed to do that, Mom. Because <laughs> my mom doesn't even have a Facebook account, let alone a computer. That's probably to why vote. she voted twice. She didn't know she was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did she but vote she for the same thing twice? <laughs> that's what, that's that's what, what it, it is. I'm sure my mom called Ian's mom and said, click the button that says. No, I'm sure my mother in her typical form is like, if I'm cold, you must be cold. Put on a coat. <laughs> And therefore, she was like, if I like this, everyone else must like this, so I'll vote ten times. I think you pretty much just described the internet. <laughs> Touche. Job right. well done, sir. I am I'm oh, Patty. swapping out I am swapping out my hat with the bell on it, and I'm going to, here, Jason, I will do now this you for you. Santa. Wow. Oh, that's yeah, like frosty. A, I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> it looks some that's, kind of, that's not frosty. It looks like some kind of deranged locust. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a hat. <laughs> They're albino espresso beans. <laughs> Wearing a hat. <laughs> Wearing a hat and a bow tie. Ooh. I like ties. Well, thank you very much for that. Yes. You're welcome. I don't Lovely I, gifts. It was completely random and silly, I know, but, you know, it was fun. So thanks. And we You're got awesome. you another Mad Elf. A round of a applause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Insert sound effect here. And trivia later. Hey -o. Oh, Do I get like a trivia handicap as my Christmas gift? Shannon Three. starts with 50 points. No, but you are sitting next to the person who is running. Going to have the answers. <laughs> yes. So I can just stretch my eyes. You there do. You look like a sailor. 
I don't. I don't even. I took a photo. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna. Are you gonna use your electric we mirror? That's what I'm gonna, my, let me get this fancy electric mirror up here real quick. We have real mirrors in this house, you know. It's not that bad. Oh my god, I do look like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty awesome. It's like the t-shirt coupled with the hat somehow. Yeah, well, I, I should just tear off the sleeves of my t-shirt and get a tattoo point. somewhere. Could we draw an anchor on his arm? There you go. Yar. Yar. <laughs> Keep your teeth. It's a very pirate podcast. <laughs> the gap in my teeth is enough. I don't need to lose any at this point. So what do we plan- have planned for this podcast today? All sorts of we stuff. Have, we have trivia. We have trivia. Um, we have our listener challenge. Because this time of year seems to be about gifts. So we're going to give them a chance to win some. By some. Get a little some. Yeah, I suppose. I am absolutely. Laganita style. So conscious because cousin max likes to correct my grammar and my grammar is abysmal and in terrible need of correction and i'm fairly certain you spell grammar with an e <laughs> <laughs> like kelsey it's yes. silent yeah it's true it's grammar i think that all vowels are optional because oh my. so we have we have challenge we have trivia what else is going on today for our double episode mad elf Got a lot of Mad Elf. We have, copious amount of Mad Elf. We have six and two-thirds cases to go. It's 11% for ABV. tonight, we do want to have listeners uh, and not be dead in the next couple days. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Better this to go out in a blaze of glory than fade into oblivion. <laughs> this oh. is a good way to go out, though, unlike some of those sitcoms that have the really bad... Oh, terrible. Like cheesy, sappy ending. It's like, or, no, or you... like super depressing ending. Yeah. And... Cast of four <laughs> dies from drinking <laughs> <laughs> just go to <laughs> Uh, well, I can I can talk about uh, I went to a beer dinner at Kildare's in Maniunk the other day. Hold on, just this much frustrated that you didn't tell me about it first. Well, here's the thing. So, good friend Oliver, a friend of mine for some years now, sent me a text like a month ago, and he's like, "Hey, you want to do a beer dinner?" It's uh, I was like, "Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Tell me more." So he gives me the date and. You know, he tells me it's a southern tier beer dinner at Kildare's. And I was like, well, I like Kildare's a I lot. I love all those words. Yeah, I was like, that sounds great. Sign me up. He's like, should I give you a plus one? I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'll, I'll find someone. Uh, and him and a friend of his were going. So they got four tickets. And uh, I guess it was on Wednesday. I don't know. Am I making that up? But whatever. Yeah, it was, pr- it was yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Uh, so I'm at work in the morning. And I get a message from my friend Oliver who's like, so dinner tonight? And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm busy. I got a date. And he's like... <laughs> It's the beer dinner that I talked about because I am awful at putting down stuff. (laughs) Like if I don't write it in my phone, in my calendar, I'm never going to do it. I'll never remember to do it. It could be like brush your teeth and I'll be like, I knew I forgot something today. (laughs) Everyone's running away from me. like, oh my God, you smell. Uh, But if it's not in my calendar, I won't do it. So I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I did promise to do that. That was... um, mm." So I text my date real quick, and I'm like, how do you feel about a complete reversal of plans? <laughs> I know we were going to go see some date. music, and I was like, but how would you prefer to meet some of my friends and go to a beer dinner? Person who I've only been out with once, and I'm not sure how much you like beer. Uh, and she was really cool about it and was like, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. Uh, so we went out and did that and had a great time. Uh, really so I've been to Kildare's. Yes, they this have an the upstairs. Manion, this right? is the one in Manion. Okay. Oh, they have an upstairs. Yeah, they have a nice big open upstairs, and it was all set up for uh, for a dinner. They had uh, the bar set up. They had the table set up, 
and it was a four-course meal, and they had, let's see, the Unearthly IPA. Okay. Matt and Finn's Pale Ale, uh, Southern Tier Pumpkin. Yay! And finished off with the Creme Brulee Stout. So... Uh, the dessert itself was nice. It was just the creme brulee stout done uh, root beer float style. So with yes! some ice cream and topped with whipped cream. No one at my table liked it that much. I thought it was pretty good, but only it, it came out a little too cold. Okay. Uh, but once I allowed it to warm up and I kind of stirred all the ice cream into it, so it really got that floaty, vanilla-y flavor, uh, I thought it was much better. And I ended up drinking three of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't waste. You bought your Well, ticket. and that was what I thought. I was like, I can't just let these so close poor, beautiful home. things go to waste. Beautiful creatures. So I, I did that for the team. We did um, for Southern Tier. the Imperial Chocolate Stout as a float. I like it better with chocolate ice cream and the chocolate stout, surprisingly. You know, I love that sounds good, actually. root beer floats. Like, absolutely adore them. I think they're one of the most fabulous things in the world. Doing it with beer just kicks it up another notch. <laughs> I just think it's such a great Especially idea. Especially a beer that pairs well with ice cream. Like it's, the first one I had right. was Guinness. Um, well, with stouts, it's a, it's a no-brainer. It's an easy. Right. They're an they're easy already one. like beer milkshakes. So you might as well throw some ice cream. Uh, in might there. as well. Just a little more fun. So I was wondering, can you take? Do you think you can take like that creme brulee and sort of reduce it down a little bit? Because that would be a great drizzle on desserts or waffles or any number of things. I think. Well, I'm gonna. I'll tell you what. Since it's the Mad Elf. Podcast. My family and I were planning out our Christmas Eve dinner, which traditionally we did French toast, uh, and all the kids loved it. And my mom hates it. She just wants to do something nice. She likes to do fillets and really great food, but we all fight her on it every year. We all still want French toast. So this year we came to a an accord, as it were, and my sister, the caterer, and myself are coming up with a menu that I'm pretty sure is going to involve waffles, uh, shredded duck confit, and and pears poached in Mad Elf. And then we will reduce all of that into a syrup. So we're going to have a Mad Elf So what's your address and what time should I be there? Not telling anyone that. (laughs) (laughs) So that actually brings up something else, the creme brulee um, discussion. Uh, So I was at a Christmas or a holiday party with the folks from work this uh, last week, last Sunday. Or a couple weeks ago, I guess. Um, and I had some creme brulee stout that I had brought for folks to try. And I sort of did little samplers and just sort of handed it out and said, Hey, you know, if you want to try it, here you go. And it pretty much 100% got not great reviews. And I was really interested to figure out why. So I was asking folks, you know, what what is it that you, you don't, know, don't, get, like. don't yeah. like about it? Um, and to them it was they... F- tasted the extra abv like right right off the bat hmm. um and they just were like wow this is really strong i would never have thought to put creme brulee in a beer and i don't really i don't really like that at all um and this is actually pretty much a universal thing amongst all the people at the party except for me um so i was wondering you know what is this something that the stronger beers really don't appeal to people that don't do craft beers or why do you think it is now are these the same people that do like well whiskey shots <laughs> i don't think can so. i ask you this? i don't know that much about them twofold question because i wasn't there um was there other alcohol at the party yes that was the only beer that was my that next was question was there any other beer at the party i don't think so okay so what were people drinking 
water. Vodka crayons. Water. <laughs> water. <laughs> they, had, they had coffee Lamest and all that. So that Jason literally party. spiked the party. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the only alcoholic contribution, and therefore they tasted the alcohol. Well, but it was uh, it was one of those where it was overly strong. And they were like, usually when I'm drinking these things, I get the alcohol at the end. Uh, but not, you know, it's not something where it leads off with that off alcohol the, uh, taste, which there. is what I get with wine every once in a while. I, I know that you're all going to look at me like a heathen. Uh, Too late. You're the one with the Santa ball on your face right now. But um, <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> um, but I was, uh, I it took me a little while to get into the really high ABV beers. You know, once we started breaking that 10% mark. Regularly. Um, <laughs> regularly. Um, it, it, it was tough at first you can you feel that punch up front you feel a little bit of a linger afterwards um it does take some getting used to it's, it's not something that anybody off the bat especially if you're not big into drinking beers and working your way up that abv ladder um it, it can come off as a little difficult to drink well i think the style of the beer matters a lot i think the quality of the beer matters a lot because See, but I wouldn't say that anything from Southern Tier is... Well, no, and I, I was going to caveat that at the end and just say that I, compared to other high ABV beers that we drink, I think that one... Now, I'm very curious, and I think I have another one in the closet. I kind of want to throw it in the fridge now and try it just to see, you know, maybe try to put myself in their novice beer drinking shoes and see what I observe about it. But I do know that there are certain beers that I'll see with a really high ABV and take... You know, I can't even... I have to coach myself into taking a sip because when I, you know, put my nose in the glass, all I smell is alcohol. Now I'll say, I think the biggest complaint I heard the other night was that they, they thought the, the burnt, uh, yeah, uh, at the beer dinner, they thought the burnt flavor that came off of it was the most prominent and overwhelming, and it wasn't a good burnt in that, you know, it wasn't the a caramel toasted. brulee that you get. It wasn't a toasted smell. It yeah, it was smell. more. That kind of oh, it's a little burnt, but, and I'll I will admit that the creme brulee is not my favorite of their desserty kind of beers that they have of the pumpkin, the mocha, the chocolate, the java, etc. Uh, I like the chocolate the best. Uh, maybe that's because I have fond memories of it, but I also think it's a well-crafted, delicious chocolatey. Beer. I like the creme brulee. I like it in small amounts, about five to six ounces at a time, but. Which is a shame because it only comes in those big honking bottles. Yeah. That just right. needs more friends. <laughs> yeah. I think. Well, oh, I don't have any. Friends. We talked about this a little bit on the Thanksgiving podcast and pairings and such, but to me, it is not a dessert pairing beer. There is very little that I would want to serve that with. It really stands on its own. And so, yes, ice Which cream. Which is why I liked the way the that most, they did it. Yeah. Because I was wondering what they were going to do for dessert. They had. Because the first couple of courses, they did uh, a shrimp ravioli with the pale ale, which was actually very delicious. Uh, they did a he salad. He says actually because he hates seafood. Yeah, that's true, I guess. It was delicious. Uh, they had a, a nice salad for the first course with the unearthly IPA, which is not my favorite IPA either. Uh, it's more of that Simcoe, sweeter more than the citrusy. And then uh, for the pumpkin, they paired it with uh, roasted pumpkins and pork chops, and it was actually a very nice course. Their asparagus was a bit meh. Uh, but I was wondering what that dessert would be, because I knew it was, I saw the creme brulee on tap, and so I wondered, what are they gonna pair that with? And when they just put a little ice cream in it, I thought, that's a nice touch. You know, you could have done the creme brulee um, with an actual dessert, 
instead of having the dessert in the creme brulee. Um, yeah, I would have gone with something salty, yeah. almost like a salted, like a salted caramel. Yeah, like yeah. a like a cake or a tart or something like that. Yeah, Ooh, that would be the only other thing that I would jump for. Because yeah, creme brulee nice. itself is very sweet. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, for being a beer, especially, <clears throat> right. it is the, sweet. The beer itself is very sweet, and I I would hesitate away from adding more sweetness if you were going to do an actual plated dessert in addition to that. Um, that would be something definitely. Um, I love salt in desserts. I absolutely, I love salt in general, um, but in desserts, I find, you know, salted ice creams, salted caramels, um, salted chocolate, it's all very, very tasty. I think the older I get, the less I want the sweet Chocolate-covered pretzels. I had a phenomenal, there's a, a cute little place on Pashunk Avenue in South Philadelphia um, called La Virtu, and I know we've been. Um, their dessert for a little while was the most phenomenal dessert that I had had in years. And it was essentially a fried chocolate ravioli with a very, very hot cayenne chocolate sauce. Oh. And it was absolutely dynamite. See, but you can't have that with wine. You can have that with the most amazing stout in the world. Sure. That's what you can have that with. But I just, that is so much going on that there's no... It was delicious. And that's what I'm looking for in dessert now is heat. I'm looking for a little bit of salt. I'm looking for a little bit of sweetness because I, I have a undeniably powerful sweet tooth. But I like to temper that with <laughs> Got a bit of flavors. sugar. <laughs> I love that sugar. Could you reduce the Southern Tier chocolate stout and then pour that over bacon? Yes. Or something? Challenge, Challenge accepted. accepted. <laughs> I would think that would be Is that really what we're good. having for breakfast? <laughs> Sounds good. I have three and a half pounds of bacon and I have a case of chocolate stout. Bacon and chocolate are two things that need to be married more frequently. See, I wonder if you could actually more like crumple up the bacon so it turns into that like bacon bits. You have little chips and then mix that all together. And then you have something awesome to spread. So you have like a chocolate syrup, a chocolate bacon syrup or butter on there. Right, a topping too, like a a a toast or something. Yeah, I'm thinking a a big Belgian waffle. Or a waffle. Or even French toast. Yeah. The waffles would have more... uh, Divots and nooks that you can kind of that would fill in with a really nooks and crannies like an English muffin. It Look, had, let's not go there. It had been my goal for a while to do a bacon bourbon syrup. I want to do that. And I've tried a couple times, and it's not bad, but I haven't really nailed it yet. And it doesn't help that I don't like syrup. So when it comes to tasting along the way, I don't really have a, a good way to judge because I don't Look, like syrup from the beginning or the end. I suffered through the habanero syrup you did not in suffer its early through. stages. You loved it. In its early stages, that was brutal. We pre-gamed you enough so that you didn't care that. Oh, that <laughs> was brutal the next morning. That was torture, but it ended up delicious. Same thing with the bourbon bacon syrup. You, you gotta, you me? gotta take a little pain before you get it perfect. No pain, no I'll pain. I'll drink all that bourbon you need. No, you know, it's uh, we were talking about this on the way down. Was uh, that um, either bacon bourbon or bourbon bacon both sound amazing? Both sound great. I um, I actually had a BLT shot the other day, which was very interesting. You actually, you know, there's these old-fashioned shots where instead of actually mixing it in the glass, they make you do all the work. Um, Really? So it was a bacon-infused vodka that my host had made, and they came out and they put, they made you lick your finger and you put um, fresh cracked pepper on it, and then uh, they handed you a cherry tomato. So you licked the pepper, did the shot of the bacon vodka, and then you ate the cherry tomato, and it absolutely tasted like a BLT. So it's kind of like how tequila shots are actually margaritas. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's just call it what it is. Right. It's just like, a, like a make your own a straight margarita. up quick margarita. Right. Express. <clears throat> I still like the coronita idea. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it last week when you were oh, here. So good. I said it's your new. What you need thing. to do is this with the coronita, is get a bottle of Southern Tear, and find a way to make that into a drink. Ooh. Ooh, have that upside down in a milkshake or something. Oh my god. Or gosh. in bourbon. <laughs> oh. uh, maybe you'd put the bourbon upside down in the <laughs> southern tier. However you want to do it. I'm worried that by the end of this, when he's like three mad elves in, his hat is going to be so askew and it's going to be like a, a big old look, if I, mess. There'll be, after, there'll be Santa balls on his chin look, instead after, of his forehead. After, oh. after three or four of these mad elves, I'll be surprised if I have clothes on. I mean, it's... I said pack a toothbrush for the record. <laughs> So, Ian, I saw you looking at the bottle. Well, it dawned on me that as much as we've talked about this we've beer, I don't think we've actually ever talked, talked about this beer. No. If you would like to lead off that conversation. Uh, well, it comes from Trogues, which is in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It is their seasonal holiday beer. It comes out once a year, and at least in this immediate area, it's in pretty high demand. And I think as their output has grown, they've introduced themselves to more markets, uh, but they also seem to be very popular in those markets as well. So the, the Mad Elf is an ale. It is brewed with uh, local honey and cherries. And normally, that description would not be a turn-on for me when it comes to beer. You know how I feel about honey. I love honey. I love cherries. I like all of these things separately. I don't necessarily like fruit in my dessert. I don't necessarily like it in my beer. I feel the same way about honey because I don't like super sweet things all the time. Like, yes, the Southern Tier chocolate is great. But I think I had one, and like, well, yeah, and I just wanted the one, and that was enough. Uh, but for me, I had it on tap before I ever had it in a bottle, so I didn't even know what I was getting into. Someone was like, hey, you should try this, and I sipped it, pretty sure it was at Jack's Firehouse, and thought it was lovely. And that was many years ago, and since then I've continued my quest. I buy at least one case to age every year now, and there's a few stacked up in my basement, which are just... Getting along nicely, I hope. Fingers crossed. Santa's, <laughs> Santa's little helpers. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't know. I mean, anyone want to weigh in on this? Um, I think that the number one thing you get out of Mad Elf is as soon as you lift up the glass and before you even taste it, you smell cherry. It is by far the most But not in like a creek or a, or a lamb or like a liniment. No, 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 no. But you smell fruit. The number one thing that I get on this, and which is surprising because in high ABV beers, a lot of the times you're going to smell that high, AB, that high well, ABV before I would liken else. it more to like a Castile Rouge than... Definitely. Than like a... a I don't know, one of the, the Creek beers or something when like that. When we say high ABV, let us point out it is 11%. And so Busted trivia round. <laughs> that was one of my trivia questions, and then everybody was talking about it at breakfast. I said, "Okay, well, we need to change that." Clearly, that's not trivia. That's common knowledge. <laughs> um, I, for the longest time, I thought it was nine percent. I've only, I think, this is the third year I've had Mad Elf. Uh, I really, truly Poor think thing. I was just trying to go easy on myself and not realize it really, truly is eleven. Um, I. I don't know. I if it were cherries that were more the sour cherries that you guys are into that I just can't stand. I'm not sure that it would be my thing. And like you said, it's not the creek, which is I don't know. I don't know a lot about it because when it comes to uh, lambics, I like to stick to the sweeter ones. Not well, not the sour even lambics. Ones. Like um, 
there's another company that's very prominent that had a cherry beer when I was living in a castle in the Netherlands. We sold it there, and I can't think of it right now. I just I think that the number one thing though is that it is it it has a very very fruity smell to it, but it is not very fruity tasting. Yes, it's it not, tastes like a beer. It tastes like a legitimate beer, not a you know funky you not know, a foo beer, not like a funky holiday. And not like a, yeah, not a stupid holiday beer. beer. It, this is a beer that you can technically, I would I would I would probably not do it year round just because. Hey, Christmas in July. I like to savor it more when it's appropriate. But I believe that this is a very, very drinkable beer. Um, a little too easily drinkable for 11%. Uh, entirely too easily drinkable for 11%. I got 11%. a story about that later. And I think, that a lot of, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that since it is a high ABV beer, they marry it with the honey and the cherries, and it tempers it a little bit without sacrificing the flavor or the ABV. I want to hear this story. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's do this. A little while ago, I was dating a girl who was an actress, and she had booked a tour. Uh, so she was traveling around, and she was in a city that was close enough for me to go meet her. So I drove out to meet her, uh, saw her show, had a great time, and afterwards we all went to the hotel bar. It was in the wintertime, I don't know, it could have been January, something like that. Could have been February, I don't know. There was snow on the ground wherever we went. It was in New York, I believe. And uh, so we're, we all go out to the hotel bar, and I, I see this bottle of of Mad Elf in their beer fridge behind the bartender. And their taps are decent. There's, you know, plenty of decent stuff there. And then I see this Mad Elf. And uh, the girl I was dating, she also had met me, so she had met Mad Elf. <laughs> and uh, we, I, I order one and she orders one. And we were with a couple other people and they're like, oh, what's that? I've never had it. Oh, it's really good. You should have one. Now, like we've said in the past, I regularly drink seven, eight, nine, 10, 11% beers. It's not anything new. And when you regularly drink those kinds of beers, you can drink a few more of them than people that are used to four or 5% beers or having a glass of wine that they'll nurse for 45 minutes. So by the end of the night, this poor bartender went into the back room like five or six times to bring out more Mad Elf and just kept stocking it in the fridge. And by, by closing time, everyone in the bar was drinking Mad Elf. And this was a lot of people that just weren't used to it. And everyone got a little bit tanked. And then <laughs> a little bit tanked. The, the girlfriend and I basically said, all right, good night, going to bed, see you in the morning. And the next day, everyone's on the tour bus with like sunglasses on, <laughs> blankets over their head, just like glaring out the window at me, just like, you, you did this to us. Why would you do this? And it wasn't something I'd done on purpose. I wasn't trying to trick them. I was really trying to introduce them to one of, one of my favorite beers. It is probably in my top three. Uh, I just think it's a fantastic beer. It's definitely a little bit sneaky because it's, it's sweet. So you've kind of got that like, oh, this is tasty. I'm just going to, I'm going to, oh, it's done? Well, that was good. I'll probably get another it's, one. <laughs> it's almost quaffable. Yes. And nobody, nobody thinks that it's 11%. No. Like you said. Even knowing about it, you're like, oh, yeah, nine. Nine, that's high, yeah. No, it's actually 11. What I try to it's tell It's like a weak bottle of wine. That's <laughs> it. Most of my wines are right around 11, 12%. So I'm thinking, but when's the last time I sat down and had 12 ounces of wine followed by another 12 ounces of wine? Or like, in like a half hour. I don't know. <laughs> like actually... Even if you drink a bottle of wine, it's like, okay, that was, you know, that's a lot of wine. But it's like, if you drink a bottle of wine, that's your night. Right. You're going to drink five or six of these guys. Well, I can. 
Wow. So your doctor and your liver, they both hate you? <laughs> I don't tell my doctor about my liver. <laughs> <laughs> Max, I pretend get, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you're getting kind of cozy over there. And you're oh, still on I'm, your first. I'm feeling like a champion right now. In your white sweat socks. That's fantastic. Hey. I think All right. we should trivia. You want to trivia? Right. Yeah, before we, we get too rowdy. Wanna, let me take one moment first and say, because Jason, Jason likes when we, you know, put the bottom line up front and let the world know what it is that we have planned. And I, I don't like to plan because every time I plan, you guys derail me. And it's always better when you derail me than when I, um, yes, when I follow my plan. Don't ever hold me to that. Awful. Um, listener questions. We have not listener questioned in quite a while, but we have a lot. Um, I hate to say this. I don't want to admit this. I'm so sorry, world. However, my Twitter followers are increasing exponentially. I'm very excited. Apparently, my phone has not been forwarding the alerts saying you have a Twitter message. So I've got like a backup of Twitter questions that um, had been coming in. So after we are done exercising our quiz, m- or our trivia trivial brains, muscles, 21st Amendment, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, please be prepared for a barrage of questions from the internet. Uh-oh. Is that your... That's his that thinking cap. <laughs> it's his thinking right. cap. Makes sense How's that you reception? just got it then. Oh. Oh. Trivia oh. time. Wait, that was at my expense, wasn't Wait it? Wait a second. <laughs> I noticed that now that you're mellow, you're way less with the uh, puns. Sailor. Oh. No, he's usually a punaholic. I'm just uh, stocking up. I mean, you know, just wait. This is this is going to be a slightly longer episode here, so... <laughs> You've got to Just ration. you wait. Okay. Just you wait. Right. So are we? How are we going to do so this? So trivia. We need to have a buzzer for folks to ring in. So we we have to do the same name thing that we did last time I was here because that's awesome. Okay. Um, I'm thinking somebody has to say buzz. Who wants to do buzz? Ian was really good with Namaste. <laughs> okay. I forgot namaste. about that. <laughs> Ian, you can re- you can retain that. You can namaste. Keep it. Buzz. What are your buzzers going to be? You know, I'll do buzz. That's fine. Buzz. I'll take that I'll do one. Beer. For the team. Beer. Because okay. I always seem to forget that one, and it's right in front of me. All right. Ready for round one? Ready. No looking these up on your phones. I wouldn't do that. Ian. I wouldn't do that. Gentlemen, put your phones away. Sir, There's no phones out here. Both of you. There's like glows on your faces from your technology. That's from the Mad Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Okay. Ready? Round one. Each of these questions is worth 100 points. Whoever answers first gets the points. What brewery permanently added the name of its Christmas beer to the company name, noting they wanted it to be Christmas all year round? And you do know this beer. You know the beer and the brewery, I'm assuming? Well, if we know the beer, we know the brewer. Well, I mean the brewer, yeah. You know the brewer. We know the brewer, we know the beer. Repeat the question, please. What brewery permanently added the name of its Christmas beer to the company name, noting that they wanted it to be Christmas all year round? Company name. Do we go back points if we get it wrong? Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I have no motivation to guess because I don't have a clue. I think I think you should guess on this one since no one got it right up front. I think it's more of an uh, if you chime in immediately and it's not right. Well, I'm going to throw out a tidbit there for everybody's benefit because I'll be honest, I'm stumped right now. It's going to be the name of a brewer or brewery that we know of. Yes. That has some kind of name of in it. Of Christmas name. Right. Or holiday name. It has to have something in there. 
the name of its Christmas beer. Keep that in mind. Right. So their Christmas beer could be called like Jubilation or whatever. Right. Beer. What? Rogue. Negative 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> you do lose points. <laughs> I like this game even more. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Zero points. Zero points. Okay. Because there's this... I think they actually have a couple Christmas. Don't they do the Rude Elf and Santa's Little... Do they do Rude Elf? Has anyone had Rude Elf? I feel I like it's just not, a cheap I've knockoff of Mad Elf. I've seen it. I have no idea what it tastes like. Um, I'm a little Somebody intrigued. Somebody told me it's quite good and not at all like Mad Elf. But I feel like they jacked the name so they I'm could increase their sales. I'm a little intrigued, <laughs> sorry, to be honest. Sorry, whoever brews that. I'm not the... Uh, I'm a little intrigued, just because I have seen the name quite frequently, and I, I don't know. Okay. I, would, I would rather have an insane elf than one, you know, that's rude. <laughs> insane is better than... Okay. Insanity is not a choice. No answers? No, no answers, answers for anyone? Hey! You made me guess. You didn't lose points. You peer pressured I didn't, me I did into not, guessing. I did not. I want you peer pressured yourself. I want to I'm going to say Anchor Steam, but I know it's wrong. No. Um, we just rolled right over it. It was so wrong. Well, hell. I'm just going to go with Delirium. Stella Artois. What? Oh, that's true. It wasn't. Just, I saw the billboard beer? the other day. It was Artois. It and was Stella was the name of their Christmas yes. beer. Yes. They decided they wanted to add that. Dang it. I saw that billboard actually just recently. Wow, he over filtered himself. 76. He just said, <laughs> dang it. I'm impressed. <laughs> What, what couple more of these and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> question, bleep, so, so bleep. zero points for round number one. Let's move on to question, or, uh, rather, question number one. No. no. Uh, <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> question number two. Round one, question two. This is a little less Christmassy. Cousin Max, you're so fired. What? Put your cell phone away. I'm not even looking at anything <laughs> trivia related. <laughs> That's not the right answer. Jason. Question, question number two. He wins right now. Not, not yet. I made the. I can't win. <laughs> what do we win? Otherwise, you're I'm winning not, with those antlers on. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not impartial. He what has do we win? Great reception. Look at that. Is there a prize? You win these antlers. Is what you win. <laughs> yes. Don't try to lose. <laughs> the loser right. gets the antlers. <laughs> the winner gets something else. To not wear the. <laughs> not have the antlers. Question number two. We're terrible. In ancient Babylon, the bride's father would supply his son-in-law with a month's supply of mead to drink after the wedding. What was this time period called? In Beer. Keto? What? Honeymoon. That is right. Mead is made from honey. Sense. Can nice. I can I tell and a story? And they were based on the lunar calendar, so it was moon. So before we went to Trogues the other week, we stopped by Verlin's house, and as we have mentioned before, Verlin is a very loyal listener to the podcast as and well. And awesome home brewer. Yeah, and awesome home brewer, and he knows how I feel about things like mead and like sours and so he's sort of uh he's accepted the challenge yes he's making how many new, challenges is he working on right oh he is gosh. a champion challenge taker i'm not sure what else he's doing like he's he's given up work so he can just accept all of your challenges <laughs> now i feel terrible <laughs> you should however he does make several kinds of mead one of them is a double chocolate honey mead pretty good so he put a little in a wine glass for me and didn't tell me what it was he's like just sip that and tell me what you think and it was weird because it looked like wine like it was you know almost like a white wine color but it definitely it had that deep rich dark chocolatey taste of like the southern tier chocolate stout but then finished just super well without being too sweet it wasn't syrupy at all it was very nice I would... this is the worst game of trivia ever Berlin, <laughs> you win this round. Good job, buddy. All right. 
Question three. No Are you more, bequeathing no more, your 100 no points more, to Verlin? No more five-minute-long explanations in between questions. Yeah, that was really can we stick to? Uh, can we stick to You three? asked the mead. I needed to give the man the accolades when accolades were due. Question number three. Concur. I have points! St. Arnold is known as the patron saint of brewing. What disease did he help to overcome? Oh, Hunger. <laughs> you have to ring in. That's actually going to say thirst. That's negative 100 points because you. Oh, you didn't ring in. I didn't ring count. in. I didn't mean it. It was, it was a, a joke. joke. It was a okay. joke answer. All right. What disease did he help to overcome? Saint what? Saint Arnold, Arnold the patron Arnold. saint of football brewing. heads. <laughs> I thought. Oh, Gambrinus is the patron saint of beer. Right. Brewing. Disease. No question. No answer. Beer. Answers? I don't like when none of us answer. I'd rather answer wrong than have it be awkwardly Good. quiet. Keep doing what that. What is your answer? <laughs> Scurvy. No. No. There's no citrus, citrus. in beer. Yeah, there's no citrus. It in tastes beer. like citrusy things. Sometimes. Like hops. That's hops, though. And hops <laughs> don't actually have citrus. Uh, is, it, is it wrong that the only thing I'm thinking of right now is osteoporosis? No, it's got to be. It's a disease. It's got to be like the plague or something or polio or. But both of those existed well into the 20th century. Just because he's the patron saint doesn't mean he's really good at curing it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't say cure. Oh, that's true. I just said overcome. Come on, guys. You have an answer. Play Buzz. Buzz. Malaria. No. Too obscure. It's got to be something English. Arnold you're was up, English? You're up, Ian. This is your chance to tie Shannon. Actually, look. No negative points because we didn't try The smoke is starting to fill a Santa hat. I think it's growing. <laughs> he's just getting excited. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> what? I uncorked something. You had a thought. It was disturbing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel Are like. You sure you don't even guess? Uh, Free guess. Name a disease. Name a disease you don't want ever. Or you Herpes. won't ever get. <laughs> <laughs> Name Wait. a disease you won't ever get because of the. Well, the answer did come up. Uh, it is plague. Wow! Damn. You should have gone with that. Should have. You said answer. English. It was I knew, well, I knew. The, it was something about uh, boiling it, people think. It, boiling the water and all that to make so. the beer. Made it Same pure. thing. As so the, it didn't actually help to but him take care of it, it, but it ended up preventing it. That's what he helped to overcome. Yeah. Prevention is nine-tenths of the wall. <laughs> Number four. Christmas beers are also known by what two-word moniker? Oh my god, this. these are... I did not think these were that tough. Beer! Got, Holiday ales. No. Good answer, though. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Cousin Max, you're on an empty. You don't get a refill unless you try to answer. That'll keep him sharper than us. We have to give him a refill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Two. One. No answers. The answer are winter warmers. Oh, I've heard that yeah, winter warms. I wouldn't have come up with that, but I've heard it. I've got to admit, I've never even heard of that. It I've warms of my it. cockles. It's good. Whoa. That's, <laughs> wow. that's an entirely different <laughs> phrase. <laughs> and that's okay, but it's got that's nothing to do with a winter warmer. All, but at the same time, just keep warming <laughs> I'm, the I'm glad your cockles are warm. You know your cockles are actually in the heart. Yeah, it warms <laughs> the cockles of my heart. Yeah. I'm Can gonna, we get off of this conversation? They're like aortai. <laughs> I'm going to move on to round two. Uh, Can which, I refill Cousin Max's glass? Yes, which is... I'm on it. Even though he didn't guess. Uh, That's true. You owe me for this one, buddy. He guessed by abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't like this idea at all. <laughs> 
Okay, round two, also worth 100 points. Question number well, five. Then why is it a separate round if it's the same round? I don't know. Because <laughs> he is the quiz master, and you do not question the quiz master. He questions you. Oh. Question number five. How many gifts would you receive if you opened all the presents that are listed in the 12 days of Christmas? I heard this before, but I don't know the answer. And so, like, two turtle doves would be two gifts. It's not 12 right. gifts. But it's two turtle doves But you get one on the first day, and then you get... Right. And then it increases over time. Can we, can we do an over-under? Can I have a calculator? <laughs> do we can do closest. Uh, but everybody has to guess within 76. 10, 10 seconds. No, it's more than that. No, it's way more than uh, that. 252. Closest? 253. You win! <laughs> 364. Which I thought was super Which is actually kind of cool because it's almost as many days of the year. Yeah. <clears throat> Leaves oh. off the one day for Christmas. I'm winning. You are. That's 200 points. You're also you. gloating. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay, number six. Oh, Ian, that's not a good pour. Open a new one. Who is accredited with being the first person to add lighted candles to a Christmas tree? I'm guessing. Like with a wick or like with electricity? Lighted to... is all the internet told me. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm trying to think of like a famous it has pyromaniac. To be we know. It is someone you know. It's not a pyromaniac Scrooge. that I know of. <laughs> I actually don't know any pyromaniacs. You said you will? Yeah, you'll know is who he is. Is he American? No. No. About what year-ish? I don't know that. Dickensian. English? Yes. Yes. Was it before... Winston Churchill. 1800. <laughs> he doesn't know the year. I am really bad at history. Uh, <laughs> so... That's all right. That's all right. Um, Just let me see the answer. I'll tell you. Give us initials. ML. Martin Luther. That's the only one I could think of. <laughs> Me too, but I didn't mean it. Um, he was too stone cold for that. He and that was way it. early. Wouldn't they have been burning down thatched huts in that age? <laughs> I think they had actual buildings <clears throat> during the Reformation. All right, 10 seconds. Oh, man. We're so bad at trivia. <laughs> you know what? Buzz. I'm going to go with Martin Luther. That is a correct <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> That is That's twice, Ian. That's two right answers. I'm always going with my gut from now on. <laughs> That's 100 that points. That was amazing. Good for you, Max. Okay. You know, sometimes you I just got to go all in. this twinge in Jason's eye, and I was like, was that a disgusted, <laughs> do you see me, Martin Luther you people, King? You people here. Okay, number seven. For the professor, I'm sure given all the right answers without <laughs> taking credit for them. <laughs> Your exams are so easy. The Christmas tree is thought to have originated in a play often performed during the Advent season in what major historical era? During the Advent season? Mm-hmm. Of what major historical era? So it would have to be A.D. Beer. The Renaissance. No. Thinking it was that or the Reformation. But people often confuse it. Beer! You can't beer twice. Oh, then I know the answer! Come on, I complain to you about this all the time. What do people confuse Renaissance with? The Middle Ages. Buzz, the Baroque era. No! <laughs> you have to buzz in. You're not buzzing in. Namaste. Uh, the, the place we were supposed to go with the jesting and the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the eat turkey legs. This is, this I just said that. Favoritism. No. You did, but you didn't buzz in. Medieval. 
Yes, that is correct. You said middle, middle. The number of times you have not buzzed in and said something, and then later said, "I was just kidding about that answer." Usually, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> but Stop kidding, Ian. Well, that's when they used to do the the Christmas pageants, where everyone would like all the different trades in the town would would have Here's a different my other float. Rant. Basically, it's not five minutes long, but Renaissance and medieval are hundreds of years apart. Stop confusing them. <laughs> but though, what's the difference between me- medieval and middle? It actually is more or less very similar, isn't it? Middle Ages. I was very That's why that you was said I was name. wrong, but well, I was but right. Did you have both answers written down? It was Middle Ages, the actually. Medi- okay. yeah, right. Are they different? They're not really different. Not really. No, they're the same. All right. Uh, so I'm going to read a little story here. Uh, not a full story. But, uh, yeah. based. Uh, this is the explanation that How Stuff Works gave me. Oh, okay. I love them. Okay. Yeah, that's what all these questions from here on are pretty What's the score right now? Uh, Ian, you have 100, Max has 100, and Shannon has 200. See how that happened? I should have 300. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right. The, the play that they did was based on right. the story of Adam and Eve. And fe- uh, the play featured a paradise tree in the Garden of Eden, and they decorated it with apples to symbolize Eve's temptation. Uh, the tree was an evergreen tree, which symbolized fertility and renewal of life. What's the question? No, it's not a question. That was a story off of the one we just had. That was the play that they would do in oh. the Middle Ages. That was Jason doing what you did when you went on the <laughs> But he is the But it actually exactly. related back to the question. Yeah. But his was a relevant story. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Irrelevant, not irrelevant. <laughs> round number three is starting. Question number eight. Are you the points must, still the same? You must... 500 points for this round. You must answer this question. And... It'll come around to every person. So every person will be able to do it. You have to give different answers than the person before. Okay? Each person must name two classic holiday toys from the years 18... Classic, in other words, according to how stuff works, apparently. <laughs> Counts as 1867 to 1988. Right? So nothing after 88. Um, so you need to name two classic holiday toys. Namaste? Okay. Yeah, you go for it. You called it. Dreidel and a stick and hoop. <laughs> That is negative 500 points. Really? Buzz. Train set and football. Also negative 500 points. Mine are completely not from that age at all. I'm thinking Atari and Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube is an answer. So you got to zero points. (laughs) Atari is not one of them. I will go through the list. This is a gigantic list, but it's fun. Wait, to what were the? I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, listening. football was not included on this as a toy, as a classic holiday toy. No, until 1988. It, according to how stuff works. My buddy, my buddy. Parcheesi. Simon. 1867. Oh, Simon was intense. Parcheesi. You did say train set, right? Yes. Yeah. So you have zero points. Boom. Actually. Team zero, right here. Yeah. So I'm actually at negative 400. Because Lionel right? train. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot that one. So Lionel Cooper, get Crayola crayons, 1900. Or are they crowns? That's like an educational <laughs> gift. But let's not bring that back up again. <laughs> Teddy Bear, 1903. Rook, game, 1906. We don't play that. Tinker Toys, Lincoln Logs, Radio Flyer Wagon, oh. Lego Building Set, Viewmaster 3D Viewer, Candyland. I was definitely not listening to the years. <laughs> Silly Putty. I'm just trying to think of one of these things that we were alive to see. All of them. I. We're getting into. We're going closer. I mean, not the radio going, flyer. No. Okay. We're moving through time. Ooh, we're like Doctor Who. Silly Putty, and you're the professor. Silly Putty. I don't wear a Mr. Potato Head. Play Doh. 
Barbie, which I'm really surprised nobody got Barbie. I'm not gonna lie. I never had. Barbies. I never got a Barbie for Christmas. I honestly 90, that was another trivia question that I didn't I didn't put in <laughs> here. But 90 percent of uh, females growing up have a Barbie doll. Yeah, at some well, point. we were too poor for Barbies. I had the cheap ones with interchangeable heads. Whatever, which is basically a Barbie. It was just <laughs> like, a knockoff. We realize Barbie. your brother is going to steal this. We'll just give you. A <laughs> <laughs> she also uh, can regrow her hair if you twist her arm. <laughs> oh, etch a sketch. I love etch a sketch. Yes, I was not very good at it though. GI Joe, Easy Bake Oven, <sighs> Twister. Yes. Do the twist. The Spirograph. It's a spirograph. Oh, I had that. Oh, that's uh, like the dreidel. You it's put, like a dreidel. No, it's not. It's a top no, that you, you spin and it's... No, it's not. No? You put the pencil down in and they had they were like little cogs and you would go around on the big thing and you... Sounds like the worst gift in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was very educational. I'm so glad I never got like one of those. Geometry. Oh, thanks, Mom and Dad, for the spirograph that you got me. <laughs> Where's the trash can? <laughs> Did you keep the receipt? Uh, Hot Wheels race car set. Rubik's Cube. There you are. <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids, Trivial Pursuit. No way. Magna Doodle. Yes. Pictionary. This seriously sounds like the worst Christmas, Christmas list, list ever for the no, biggest like nerd the in the back. world. They're classics, remember. And the final one from 1988 is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Nice. That just redeemed Can the whole list. I feel better now. We only have two more questions uh. left. Uh, all right. So Ian is negative 500 points. Negative one, 400. Oh, is that plus You are 100? right. Yeah. You have negative Stop trying to steal 100 points from me. <laughs> when we're done, I have a couple stories about some of the stuff on there. So okay. I'll wait until you're done and then I'll tell you. We're not stories. interested. What, co- what company is the world's top tire manufacturer? Also, she should be at more than zero. No, zero from that round. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, beer. this is a beer, beer trivia question? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he never said that. What company is the world's top tire manufacturer? Firestone. You didn't buzz in. I did so. She did say beer. Oh, I didn't hear you. Firestone. No. Beer. No. I Namaste. Actually, I had a Good year. No. I had a different answer until we said, oh, it's not a beer question, then I changed buzz. it to a beer company. DuPont. <laughs> Michelin. The answer is Lego. What? They make 300 million tires a year. They're just not car tires. Are I they? knew it was no. going to be something that wasn't a... Well like played, a, sir. <laughs> you bugger. Well played. We just had Lego come up in the question yeah, before. Yeah, no, so I like I, that. Yeah. I do I do mean well played when I say that. <laughs> I like that one. This is the lowest scoring round. Of... I said Firestone because of Firestone Walker. See, I was thinking of you. But that's why I clarified. I was like, this isn't a beer-related thing. Yeah, is not it? all these are beer. We kind of did holiday Christmas in here, too. And then so. somehow tires came up. <laughs> somehow Lego well, tires they matched got the Lego. It's like Stream of Conscience. Toy. They're a classic holiday toy. From? From that list. 1930. <laughs> According to my list. Okay, bonus not round. Not world. Not that old. 11%. Question. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Negative uh, 1,000 points for Ian. And it's only worth 100 points, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just make this one worth, uh, 500 points. Can we just call it for the win? No. Yes, we can just We're really fine. close, though. It's, it's whatever Shannon's score was plus one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you get one point if you get this one. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else You're at like one, everyone else is at zero. <laughs> During the 17th, and, uh, yeah, this is first one to buzz in and call it out. Okay. During the 1700s throughout Europe... The consumption of this holiday treat was restricted to special occasions because of its sinfully rich taste. 
Those laws were later rescinded, and it became an essential of the Victorian tea era. What Namaste is it? sugar? No. Buzz, honey. Nope. Can you just read me the last sentence? Read you the whole thing. Okay. Ooh. During the 1700s throughout Europe, me. the consumption of this holiday treat was restricted to special occasions because of its sinfully rich taste. Those laws were later rescinded, and it became an essential of the Victorian tea era. Taking into account that this is a beer slash Christmas episode. We just talked about tires. <laughs> <laughs> They're a toy. Thank you, man. Toys and Christmas are together. This is a... Five seconds. Nope. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of cucumber sandwiches. And I was like, too. I was thinking of tea sandwiches. Oranges. It's, the answer is a fruitcake. Oh, Christmas! Yay! <laughs> this was apparently the hardest round of trivia ever. Wait, wait, you mean we haven't they, played in a while. You mean they restricted fruitcakes? Yes. Oh dear! What will I ever do? Why did they ever repeal that law? <laughs> oh no! Can I see? Yeah. All right. I have a story. I just can't about toys. Yeah. While she's going to bore us, anyone want another beer? <laughs> of course we do. That's what, okay. Twister. It's about Twister. In my do the twist. Okay. So you can all. Keep your surprise guarded. But in college, I was in a sorority. And I know that girls aren't my favorite things in the whole world. But, you know, I was sorority sisters with 40 of them. Um, but we did this, I think, was quite lovely and creative fundraiser called Naked Twister. Twister. That might have raised more money. Um, <laughs> might. <laughs> but we called it Twister with a Twist. And if you look at the back of the Twister box, it says, like... Right hand red, left foot blue, how many positions can you do? So we made these t-shirts that said this, and then we so went... So you stole their slogan. Yeah. Um, and then we went around... Copyright infringement is that's illegal. Among, among uh, college campuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, then we went around campus, and we enlisted teams of two to come out, and we played a massive game of Twister. But we called it Twister with a Twist. So it was, you know, we had brackets. Did you play it on a bigger board, or was it just regular regulation well, size? Well, the first couple... Was it with a twist? Yes. It like was with, with a drink? Twist. Like Twister with a twist? It was called Twister with a twist. Like a twist of lemon? Like in your cocktail? No, like it was played like the uh, March Madness thing in the brackets once, until you got down to like the final four. So the twist was it was a competition. Once you got... <laughs> Because you could have just said competition. Yeah, it could have been like twister brackets. Once you got down to the final four, we became twisting on your twister. So we actually th threw down a what twister board. A sister? And we covered it with plastic. And then it became a, oh, for this round, we're going to put chocolate syrup all over the board. And now you've got to play. Now like we're getting German, interesting. You should have yeah. led with this. <laughs> twister like with a twist. So the next round, like a we Japanese put Jello on the board, <laughs> and you have to try to. How many like, game boards did you go through? Because this all sounds very no, messy and hard to clean up. No, we covered them with plastic, like we we like. Like clear plastic. Yes, so that you could still see what you were doing, and we made a huge twister board so that everyone in the room could it was see just a what lot the more finals were doing. Slippery. It was a mess. Yeah, it was actually. I like this too, Ian. <laughs> Was sorority, really right? Fun, yeah, it was a sorority, so it was a really you fun. Totally should have done this naked. It would have made a lot more money. <laughs> it really would have. Would not have done it on a Saturday afternoon in that case, but why yeah. not? Yeah, you should have. Light would have been better. <laughs> I will say that it was nice because for having an event, it was over in like two hours. Then we got to clean it up and go home. But at the same time, like people were talking about it because it was something different. It was a lot of fun. There were a lot of girls wrestling in Jello and chocolate. 
That's all I got out of that story. Yeah, that's pretty much what I heard. I what was the final round? Did you know that was going to be that way when you, when you did it? Like, that it was going to be like a sassy people, thing? Yeah. That no, actually, that wasn't our term. goal. I was trying to be politically <laughs> sassy correct. Sassy is definitely not the term. No, okay. That's not what the guys were thinking. I was trying to be politically correct. I'm so saying, this wasn't no. like a, oh, chocolate's exciting, let's wrestle in it. It was like, oh, chocolate, it's delicious, let's do that. Yes. Well, Jason will tell you that my sorority was not exactly like the hot girl sorority. We were like the every girl why, sorority. Why are you throwing but then, me under that bus? Then the hot girls <laughs> heard about it. you were a boy, and boys looked at us differently than we looked at ourselves. I am not falling into this trap <laughs> at all. Don't, like, don't fall I'm into not, that trap, Jason. <laughs> As Admiral Akbar would say. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Abort, abort, Proceed, sir. Dive, dive. Oh, that was the last question. That's it. That's trivia. Trivia. So that's, Shannon won, I guess. So Shannon won. The beer mistress won. That's only fitting. Yeah. Wow. With I think what one, one correct point? answer, two two correct answers, one stolen. <laughs> you would have won. I, think, I know. If you no, had, no, if you no. Had, uh, I I, I freely admit that I should buzz in and be more sure of myself, folks. If I can teach you anything today, just go with your gut. It's usually right. Yes. You got the plague. You got Martin. Plague. Luther. Martin Luther. And one other, I think. That's right. So that's our trivia. Wrapping up for the week. We'll try to do better next time. I guess. What's next on the agenda? Yeah, what do we have coming up next? Are we going to do the uh, the talent show? Yes. I'm not doing any talent show <laughs> things. I will sit here and judge the challenge. What, you can't? Show. You, you are just very judgmental I today, aren't you? I will be judgmental if it means not being embarrassed <laughs> on, during the challenge show. Uh, you're wearing antlers. <laughs> we have photographic <laughs> evidence. Well played, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about listener questions? Oh, yeah, I guess that's what we said we were going to do next. It's true. Let's do that. We'll give you a minute. I have to pull them Are up. you done talking about Lego and stuff and Twister? It depends. Did you want to hear any more stories about my sorority? Only if it actually involves syrup? hot girls being naked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listener questions. <laughs> guess not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listeners. I would like to start with one from Phillyism. I like Phillyism. I have actually never met them. Have you? Mm-mm. All right. So we have met online, thanks to Twitter and technology and all of those things. But Ian and I have been trying to meet up with them some weekend just to sort of get to know them They're and see what it busy, is. They're super busy, and they love to eat great food. Which is why we think we get along great. True. So Phillyism tweeted us and said, We would love to know your favorite dishes and where to find them that use beer as a key ingredient. And since I don't live in Philly, I just have some favorite Philly haunts. I'm going to defer to you guys first and then maybe chime in with my other thoughts. Right off the bat, I know Jose Pistolas does a Bill's Two-Hearted uh, Hot Wings. And you like it? I do like it. They have I mean, great wings, wings and better nachos, but the wings are awesome. And they are cooked in Bill's Two-Hearted. Not going to lie, I made nachos today for lunch and they were nothing, nothing compared to Jose's. Jose's rocks it. I have never had nachos better than Jose's anywhere. I so have to say, bad. when you say beer and cooking, the only thing that I jump to is braising. Okay. Braise meats. Meats. Braise meats, braise what, actually, braise whatever the heck you want. Beer makes for a great flavor infuser. Um, the other thing, if you're looking to do something at home in a pinch, cook your hot dogs in it. Like it's better than boiling water. It? It's delicious. They're already cooked. You don't need to boil them. Boil my hot dogs in beer? Don't boil. Like you'd cook sausage. Okay. Like if I was making like a brat or something. Exactly. Yeah, instead of like having that shallow layer of water that you cook up with the sausages beer. in, do a shallow Especially layer Especially a nice of darker beer. beer. Yeah. I can see it. 
It's delicious. It infuses the flavor a little bit. It's not overpowering. All it's right. just you get a little bit of that flavor going on instead of water. I see it. I do it sometimes in uh, the crock pot. Mm -hmm. If I'm making maybe some slow roasted pork or some nice winter stew, I'll see what beer I have hanging around and put it in there because it adds a good flavor. I do like, um, and I hate to go there, sorry I'm bringing it up again, Tria uh, makes an Allagash poached cherry bruschetta mm -hmm. with uh, brie. And I think it's lovely. I've made it myself with um, Allagash triple, and I thought it was awesome. It just really, from talking to them and the way that they do it, they start with the dried cherries and reconstitute them in the beer. And so they're nice and juicy when they're done, and it's really good. And the triple sweet, so it does a nice, it does, it does, yeah, I like it. Anything else you can think of? Uh, Jack's do, uh, their steak tips are so good up there. Do they do anything? I don't in, think they do anything with. There's uh, a couple Guinness beer. sauces I've seen around, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. There's a lot you Kildare's can do. does a couple things. There's with a lot the, you can do with beer when you start talking about reducing it. I mean, true. when you reduce it, you, it turns into a sauce. It turns into a almost even an extract, you know, kind of style. I mean, you can infuse it like into different balsamic. flavors. It really. I mean, you can you can infuse a lot of different flavors into foods with um, with a beer reduction. It's kind of. A, I was thinking more about the bacon thing we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. and I almost want to try it both ways, but I like the idea of bacon both ways. Sounds bacon. like a great <laughs> menu addition. <laughs> uh, but the bacon where you we were talking about with the reducing the chocolate stout, right? But I like the idea of drizzling over that, so you kind of have that syrupy bacon. I like that better than dipping the whole piece of bacon in the chocolate, mm -hmm. so that it's not because the bacon's so thin, but the chocolate could be thick. You can also make it look fancy that way. Yeah. I'm thinking um, Fado actually had a box D. Do you know what a box D is? Fado? 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 Fado. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not actually Irish, even though my name is Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fado has a box D that is um, like barbecue chicken in a Guinness sauce. That I love. You I, had me at barbecue. We, I can't get enough box tea. Like, it's very rare you find it around even at an Irish pub or whatever. I think they're delicious. Kildare's has some. Every time I go, I get one. Except that one time I got a burger because Ian says they're sinfully delicious. And They have pretty good burgers, I got to say. Good. Yeah. But um, I think there's a lot just because Guinness... Oh. What? Sorry. Keep going. I knew you would know this. No, tell me. Um... I would say Monks or Belgian Cafe. They have mussels and burgers that are done very well with beers. Uh, they have on their menu, they're both the same owners, so they're similar styles but different menus. Uh, but you can get mussels with, you know, Chimay. You can get a burgers with a Chimay cheese. You can get, uh, you know, wheat beers in your mussel. You can get all sorts of stuff, and they're... Just, you can't pick wrong. <laughs> their mussels are phenomenal. Yeah, the mussels, the mussels and the burgers both. Uh, and a lot of them will both have beer elements. It surprised me because I started going to Monks for the beer. I mean, obviously they are famous for their beer list. And I think I was there almost a half a dozen times before I finally ate something. And when I sat down and looked at the menu, I was like, holy cow, this is fantastic. It's a great little menu. I'll be honest, one of my favorite things there is the, uh, the, the cheese, meat, and fruit plate. Just go in there. It is exactly what I want. Yep. Sit there, pound a couple of beers. Pick you up have some a little bit of everything that you need, and uh, you're done. Nice. Yeah, there's nothing like a nice charcuterie board where you just get all these different 
types of meat and if you compare it with some cheeses I think it's a really great addition with some bread and maybe occasionally some local honey <laughs> so I'm coming around on local honey if it's with the right cheese I think the coolest thing about local honey is it makes you more immune to allergies from the area if only if that's what it takes to become immune to allergies it's, it's actually true though really yeah you just get the pollen and therefore exactly <gasps> it's like it's like a vaccine. So a flu vaccine exposes you to a small dose of the flu. Right. Local honey is full of pollens and allergens. basically all the nature, <laughs> all the allergens in the area. And if you eat it, you build up your, the more you eat of it, the more of an immunity you build up. So if you move into a new area and the allergies are really affecting you, and if there's a source of local honey nearby, just eat it. Make tea, eat it, and just eat it as often as you can. You know, don't gross yourself out, but... If you have a teaspoon a day of honey, which is not bad for you, it doesn't go bad. It also helps the medicine go down. All I'm picturing right now is you just spooning a jar of honey into your mouth <laughs> rapidly. We, I just bought one. It's all over the um, beers. Oh. <laughs> every, every year, well, uh, we used to vacation in Cape May as uh, my family. And we would drive down to Cape May and we would always pass this road stop. And they would sell gallon jars of honey and we would buy that every year and that would be our honey for the year um we'd have an oatmeal or whenever you needed honey so we just had this big old jar of honey for the first time ever i just bought local honey now i am allergic to virginia because i have not lived here very long um and i don't usually get allergies i feel like most people are allergic to virginia touché, i think it's all the friend. pollutants touché all the cars idling but uh, i'm sure cake would have something to say about the it the place where i got my christmas tree also has their own like preserves and local honey and things and for the first time ever i bought local honey that actually has the honeycomb down in it because mm. that was just too cool to were pass there bees up. there were no bees. every once in a while i get a bee that floats into it oh now i have to look closer yeah we didn't look that would freak me out but I, it doesn't happen often because they're you know they're designed they don't to want that to be in them. there yeah, <laughs> extra protein that's cool all right so phillyism i'm not sure if that was completely helpful because we'll tweet back we also know that you guys know the area pretty well. But for our next question, we're going to um, throw back to one of our early episodes a little bit. And How I long like, have you not been responding to your tweets? I told you. It wasn't, <laughs> I, reset, I just changed my settings, so now it will like bug me three different ways to let me know I got a Twitter question. So Excellent. World, please don't think you should not send me a question via Twitter. I just It took me a minute to figure it out. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play Jason and I'm going to be the quiz master. Ooh. And I'm going to ask you this question personally instead of historically because we have actually answered this question historically uh, on one of our very first podcasts. And this is coming in via Twitter from at Cerveza, which I think is adorable because it's Cerveza with an S and the way that the Spanish-speaking world spells Cerveza is with a C. Max, are you awake over there? I'm... Lordly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So, uh, at my cerveza says, Beer Mistress, how long do you think you could survive by consuming beer only? Forever. Yeah. So, the monks did it for a long time. So, we know that. Well, they would do it for the fasting periods. And they would eat a little bit during the fasting periods, but not a lot. Uh, but we've talked about time and time again how the beers that they brewed, the stronger they were, that was for the fasting months, those really strong ones, because they were just full of more nutrients. So I'm just going to say, I know this is a tough question for us to ask because we drink all sorts of types of beer. For the sake of the question, you can substitute whatever kind of beer you would like to drink. You know, if you only get to drink beer for the next six months, you want to mix it up, go ahead. 
Um, but knowing yourself and your body and your countenance. Cousin Max, how long could you survive in beer alone? Two months. I think we should do a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so dirty. Seriously. I mean, maybe over the summer where we don't have to like have work obligations and stuff. Uh, I don't have work obligations over the summer. Wow. We should all become <laughs> teachers like this guy. And, but I don't know. I think it'd be actually interesting to see how long can I go without eating and when I'm hungry instead just drink a beer. And we could even like do more research and stick, you know, find out what are the, the more nutritious beers. Which ones have? I would probably Cloudy. lean towards. I would. I would lean towards Guinness. It's I would a low lean ABV. towards stouts in yeah. general. Leaning towards stouts because there's there's a lot going on with them. I would also lead towards a lot of quads. <sighs> I see. I think so. See, quads will get you he real tank like though. Me. But but it's uh, there's a lot going on with them. You know, they're a lot more comp. I mean, for example, if you're talking about something for sustenance, stay away from the. Pilsners and the lagers. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's There's what I'm saying. Like Guinness, because stay away from even just the IPAs. I mean, if you're not, if you're going to drink an IPA, go double. Go, you know, go, go, go higher. Than also, that. here's a little bit of a problem: is when I've been drinking a little bit, I kind of get munchy. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I didn't so, and like, and like the sure. higher ABVs. That's why I think Guinness, because Guinness is a lower ABV, so it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm really kind of drunk right now. I want to eat some cheese fries. I'll just be like, oh, I'm hungry. So I how about drink this? A, Instead of doing a. Uh, Instead of doing something where we see how long we can go. Anybody remember the Seinfeld episode with the challenge? Where they didn't have sex? Where they yeah. had sex? Where they didn't... Uh, I already don't like the sound of this. Domain. Yeah, they, the Master of Their Domain episode. Tell me more. Essentially... <laughs> Ian's not on board yet. Essentially, it was a last man standing sort of scenario. Like the paintball. Yes. Like the paintball. Yes. And essentially, since you know we're not all in the same you know location, it would be done on merit. I feel that we can trust each other enough to this point. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if there's a prize in this, except for bragging rights. Victory es is prize enough. Essentially, um, whoever's the first one to consume something other than a beer. I don't think I can go to work. Yeah, it's tough to go to work. Like, to go to I work clearly now. have the best job for me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to not burn yourself. Is that your plan? No, he can burn this himself, a, apparently. I'm yeah. allowed to burn myself if that keeps <laughs> yeah. me from eating food. <laughs> and if you've been drinking Guinness, you might not care as much. Uh, okay, so you said two months. I, realistically, I feel like I could go a couple days before I'm like, hey, I'd really like to eat a hamburger. See, and I think <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'd go for go water first. Like, without food. When I am drinking, I love beer, but I can only have like two beers before I need to chug some water. I rarely feel the need for water when yeah, I'm drinking. Yeah, I know. Too. Whenever I order you one when we're out, you just roll your eyes at me like, oh, that was stupid. Why'd yeah. you Plenty waste Plenty of this? water in beer. Basically, she orders one, so she'll have a second one when yeah. she runs out <laughs> and the waiter's not nearby to refill it, <clears throat> which is fine. All right. So, Cousin Max says two months. Ian says months. a couple days. And no, I, I... Keep in mind. Realistically, I think if you're trapped without food, you can go a lot longer because you don't have an alternative. And that's kind of what I, what I was saying. I think willpower that. will break you down faster than actual... Like medical needs. Right. Like. What I was saying is willpower wise, like if I was in a, in a position where I had, if this was a situation that I had to, two months. Otherwise, 30 minutes. Right. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I love, love food. I love And food eating. and beer go so well together. I love which eating probably part of our whole maybe story. a little bit more than I like beer. I mean, I really I like. He was going with beer. <laughs> I really, really like eating. And that always makes me feel like enormous. 
So but, I'm gonna um, say something. I don't want. I don't want to get hit since we're sitting close today. You might spill something. Jason, considering you and your familial DNA. Right. How do you feel about this question? I think it would be tough. But I think if I had water, you could do water too, right? I mean, water, you can do I as know. much as you no, want. No, because they drank only... beer instead of water. Right, because uh, beer no, was that's pure. That's what makes it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Water was dirty. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Water had plague. We went over this. Yes, yeah. that's true, yeah. So, so, like, four hours? I could do a day. I could do probably two days. Ooh, what are we all doing tomorrow? <laughs> I'm doing nothing but sitting here and going through the extra six and a half cases of mouth. I'm driving we're eventually. Having, we're having Thai tonight, people. <laughs> we already established this. Yeah, that's true. I'm really excited. Yeah? For the Thai. Nice. For the Thai? Food. I got a Thai. It's beautiful. Thai crabs? Thai crab. I did get a Thai crab. <laughs> All right. The next question I do not want to ask, and I'm really sorry, but I can't. But you're going to anyway. I can't ignore it any longer because every time I ask if there are any podcast questions... Lawyer Bill loves to message me on Facebook, and his favorite beer is Rolling Rock. And I don't even know if I've ever had a Rolling Delicious Rock in my whole entire life. Pilsner, but it, uh, maybe. Pale Ale. Pale, pale, pale Lager. Pale, pale, Sorry, yeah. I had to look it up. I've had it. Oh, I've had Rolling Rock. All right. Many, many times. Have you had a bucket of ponies? <laughs> so it is from Western Pennsylvania. It is a 4.5%. I had no idea it was from lager. Pennsylvania. Yeah, neither did I. I don't know. It was 4.5%. Impressive, to be honest. Lawyer Bill would like to know what food he should eat with his Rolling Rock because he refuses to break out. That's what he likes. Therefore, if he wants to Which pair... Which is fine if that's, your, if that's your preference. His whole thing is, Beer Mistress, I appreciate your trying, but this is what I like, so what should I eat with my Rolling Rock? Any stipulations? Vegetarian? Like healthy? I, I don't want to get in trouble here because I know Bill, but um, Bill likes Weight Watchers, but Bill rebels against Weight Watchers. So he'd like to be healthy. Yeah. So like hummus. Oh, uh, well, yeah, when you say someone <laughs> likes to be healthy, that has a double meaning as well. <laughs> I, I too would like to be healthier. I'm well, not. I mean, I know a lot of healthy people that are, you get what I'm saying. I would I like don't. to be healthy, but I don't practice that I don't get it <laughs> listeners do you get it right in you know what I'm talking about no just girls walking down the street you're like that is a healthy girl By and healthy, I'm not talking about her diet. large yes okay yes. I don't think I've ever heard that, that doesn't mean actually healthy though you gotta be in Philly more often yeah, 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 yeah you'll hear it all done. the time in Philly you're not selling it Max I feel like somewhere along the way at least in Philadelphia Fat got to mean healthy, but it's actually well. The it was the back with that time in Roman times, right? I was say I'm from Lancaster County. That's totally what that Roman means. Roman times that you were, if you were wealthy, you were heavy. Well, wealthy and healthy are two different things. That's true. But, but it's true then, that uh, historically, you had food to feed yourself. Yeah, and historically, throughout time, whatever is hardest to achieve is what's most attractive. So right so now, being right skinny. now, being skinny is tough because there's such an easy accessibility to bad food, unhealthy food. But to be fit and tan, it means you have to afford the time to vacation. You have to afford the time to go to the gym. You have to work at it. Whereas back in the day, being fit and tan meant you were a peasant. You yeah. worked on a farm. You worked in the sun. You did manual labor, and yeah, you were fit. And how fun is pale, that? Some of us pale, and, pale and fat was like, hey, some of us can't tan. look at that rich okay. guy. Some of us are not able to if actually. Only Retain pigment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ian, you jumped on the Rolling Rock 
bandwagon first. Fries. I can see that. Salty, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with salty, salty fries? fries. Maybe some old bay fries. But, you know, confit. And and I don't and Ooh, I don't say this. Yeah. Bill is not the confit type, but for your non bills in the world, everyone's a duck confit type. I don't it's say delicious. this as a, I don't say this as a, as a degrading way because Rolling Rock is not something that I typically drink. I've had many 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 buckets of ponies. I'll be honest. I don't even know what that means. Can you tell me? The what Rolling that means? Rock logo is a horse. Oh, I'll do so. some But they, they also they have, have pony, pony bottle. bottles, which is like a six-ounce bottle. Okay. And you can go into a lot of places and get a bucket of ponies where you get like a half dozen of those six-ounce bottles in, you know, like a wine bucket. And it's, it's cute. Neat. It's neat. fun. That's adorable I mean, it is. in a waste. It's actually a great time. marketing it, thing. It's, yeah, it's fun. Really I mean, I, there, it's, a, it's a, one of the beers that oysters? I will... What's that? Oysters. A bucket of ponies and a half dozen oysters? I could see I could see it. that. I mean, it's like I said, it's I feel that when I if I'm out at a place and I just say it like this, if I'm out at a place and I'm drinking Rolling Rock, I'm probably at a place where I'm not going to want to order the duck confit. <laughs> I'm probably at a place where I'm going to want to order the Bill's Famous Fries or the House Burger right. or something like what that. What about a bucket wings, shack? Wings would Which, be good. Yeah. Or wings or something like that. I mean, honestly. I would do a, burger, I would do a pizza. Like, I'm just trying to think like outside of the box pie. of bar food as far so as Let's go, let's go into why goes. this is. It's because the... the those types of beers are light and thin and not really. They do know, more to cleanse robust. your palate, right? To remove whatever the so maybe heavy spicy. sauce that you've just eaten right. or the spicy food you've just eaten with wings. Yeah, wings, but let's yeah. let's branch out from wings. Let's say something that's still kind of accessible, but not not your standard bar fare. Thai like, food. Yeah, it would go I really well with Thai. Food. I could see it with the um, like the spicy Southwest spring rolls. That a lot of places make sushi. I would think because sushi is so light oh. itself, you don't want to overpower. I here's my thing with sushi. Well, it's, it's not a bad point because what do you normally, what do you typically drink with sushi? Point. Is it's it's sake, it's white wine. Yep. It's those it's lighter flavors. It's red wine. Well, it should be red wine. But that's what I drink with sushi. I know. I, know. <laughs> I think my different. Here's my gripe with sushi as an. But we have a bolder palate than most. True. Sushi is a classy food. You don't go to the mall and get sushi. Well, well, really? I've yeah, you there. do. No, sushi has become so mainstream oh. that you can go to the mall and get sushi. But Rolling Rock is not a classy beer. No I was talking. There are some high schools that serve sushi for lunch now. Really? And you know it can't be good. <laughs> you know it's, it's not the like same stuff as like our college when we had it at college. Yeah. Right. Where they just have the little tub of something that was brought from somewhere else. Yeah, it was actually it's, just it's, raw fish. It's fake crab. <laughs> they, just, they just didn't decide to cook it. Oh yeah, this is sushi. We're going to put some rice on this. No, but you know it's like go. it's fake crab. It's probably like spongy shrimp. It's Right. And yeah, sushi if you're if you're fresh. 12, it's great because it's it's, you know, popular now to love sushi. But yeah, it's probably not really that good. Hey Bill, did that help? <laughs> so, if you're drinking means- Rolling Rock Stick with the bar food. So, so there's a reason that bar food is bar food is because it works well when you're drinking. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's again, a very if, good point. If you like spicy food, now is the time to indulge because it's going to be light and refreshing and crisp enough to sort of clean that spice off your tongue, unlike a milk. On what that you don't note, want to do what you don't want to do milk. is you don't want to have something with a really high alcohol content when you're drinking something that's really spicy or eating something that's really spicy, because that alcohol is gonna. Like just burn away at those taste buds that are already sensitive from the spice. And well, it, and yeah. something too. Like trying to try think of like a really spicy salsa, you would not drink. Well, the other big thing with spice is that it either. heightens your metabolism. But you would drink like a nice 10% stout. Right. But that's high alcohol. Look at it like this, But though. it would also kind of... You're, I guess that's true. Spicy food. It would, it would actually be a lot like milk. Spicy foods yeah. ramp up your metabolism. 
when you're metabolizing alcohol faster, you're going to feel the effects a lot more quickly. That makes sense. So think about it in that context. Lower ABV beers, when they're palate cleansing, they're designed to be able to sit there and wash out, like Shannon, you were saying, wash out whatever else is going on in your mouth right now. So they work well with spicy foods. They work well with bar fare that's temp typically on the greasier or the fried side. They make sense in that aspect. Um, you know, the capsaicin in, in spicy foods is, you know, it's poison. You know, hey, it's, it's going to linger around. Don't oh, it, it is things. delicious. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, one last question, and then we will move on to the listener challenge so that they can win their prize. <laughs> this one also came in via Where Facebook. Where did the fluid come from? Um, it's a little. I mean, I have two answers to this question. It came from, um, oh, where's her name? Some broad. Oh, she's lovely. Lindsay. Her name is Lindsay. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? And realizing that it is the holiday season, Lindsay wanted to know... I'm what, in a giving mood. ...what beer she should pair with her turkey. Now, I Too have, late. Thanksgiving's over. I have two things over. to say, <laughs> and then I will let you guys weigh in. Listen um, to our well, Thanksgiving podcast. This is yes. part, of the, uh, part of the thing, too, is that a lot of people do eat turkey for on Christmas. Turkey for Christmas. Or yeah. Turkey goose, for Christmas apparently. is my favorite. Goose, goose, I don't know goose, the last one. I don't think I've ever had a goose. We're have getting ham. one this year. It's Are you better. really? For Christmas Eve. Whoa. To go with your waffles? Yes. We're, we're still working out how to make that work, though. <laughs> my sister and I need to have a, a good sit down and work out a... A legitimate menu. We just had ideas before. All right. So, dear Lindsay, my first, if you want the long answer to your question, tune in to the Fireside Chat where we talked pre-Thanksgiving what beer to have for uh, a turkey meal, being that usually turkey is not eaten on its own but actually has several side dishes that are kind of all over the place in terms of sweet and spicy and depth and Usually sweet, potatoes though. And it's cranberries. Yeah, sweet. Even stuffing is kind of sweet. Um, candied yams are kind of sweet. All of that is kind of sweet. So Brussels sprouts little, with bacon and maple syrup. Those little traditional Thanksgiving. Oh my God, little, it's so good. Do little, not cool. Little tiny onions. Vidalia in. onions. Yes, yeah. I love sauce. Vidalias. All right, so, and mashed potatoes. Lindsay, I that's love mixing the long the two. answer. Uh, my next answer is fired. Number one, um, my personal answer this year for Thanksgiving for my family and for my Thanksgiving table where I hosted was... Triple Carmelite, yo! Triple Carmelite. I did not know it had a uh, theme song, but so be it. Um, and your family tried neither it. Neither did they. My <laughs> family tried it. They passed it around the table. This that, was a really uh, big achievement. Went over I, well. Because that seemed more like a rolling rock kind of... I might have been disowned. I'm not sure. I might have been written out of a few She wills. hasn't spoken to any since. <laughs> But I was still really impressed, and I felt good about it. Compared to the beer that we had on the podcast, that was a Tank House 7. That was my original thought. I feel like I made the right decision because Triple Carmelite is so... To me, it's like the champagne of beers. So for people who aren't ready to handle a beer at a, a significant meal like that, Triple Carmelite is effervescent. It's light. It's spicy. It meets all of those needs. And so that's what I would say. So guys, your thoughts? Mad Elf. Jason really wanted it's it. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. It's got that kind of cranberry. Jason, you would probably drink Mad Elf with any dinner, though. He wants not breakfast in bed tomorrow. Not something super spicy, though. I think this has too much of that alcohol flavor to get the... I don't get a lot of alcohol flavor out I of don't. it. I do. You know, I, I honestly have to say that I would drink something more neutral for Thanksgiving. Oh, but do you think Triple Carmelite isn't neutral? Um... 
I find it very champagne-y. I do find it very champagne-y. So you neutral being beer-y or define neutral? Um, a, a very, um, I would lean towards something along the lines of a double IPA. That's not neutral. I find that's it a, very that's neutral. That's a fairly bold flavor. Yes. I, what's the flavor that you're to getting? To a non-beer drinker, that hops. is bitter. Hops. So hopsy. No, no, no. You're getting hops. That's what you're getting. Right. You're not getting an effervescence. You're not getting. I can't fruit. tell you how many. I will be a little sexist here, but a lot of girls always go, "Ugh, what is that? How I don't like people? it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't like it." And yeah, note, maybe two years later they'll be like, "All right, maybe it's not that bad." On that note, how many of you guys have actually had cranberry juice? Yes, pure, yeah. love it. Delicious. Wrong crowd. We've all had it. No, it's <laughs> it's tart. It's, it is. It's not tart. Not the ocean spray stuff. No, it's not tart. It's cloyingly. Mouth puckering. That's your favorite word. It is really. You one of use my it every words. week. Cloying uh, or mouth cloying. puckering. Cloying. <laughs> I need to start throwing mouth puckering. Yeah, in there, I like that one. These um, clothes are really loud. Mouth puckering. But, <laughs> but uh, no, what? I mean, I don't just, worry. I feel that a lot of flavors take some time. Now we're not talking about what beer should I throw together for my thanks. What beer was going to work with Thanksgiving? Or what beer is going to work with a holiday dinner with a lot of different flavors? For me, intro, either introduce something new into that, or she wants to talk next. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. She has this nose either, thing where either, she touches her nose. Either when she introduce wants to talk. something new, a new flavor into this. Think about what other bitter Still aspects funny. of there are there to a holiday di- a, a holiday meal. I will say this: I know enough about Lindsay. Lindsay just got married at Dogfish Head. So she likes her beers. So I will. I feel that your answer is perfect for our specific listener, Lindsay. I think that she would love your answer of double. She's IPs. married. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I disagree with your answer for the average listener. I truly think no. Don't don't denigrate IPs. our listeners like that. No, the average think, American. All right. I, agreed. Agreed. Ian, if they're I'm listening sorry. to our podcast, they probably like beer. We don't have to sell I'm them on that. I'm going to say that. The number of questions that we receive about IPAs are too strong. I don't like hops. How, how do I overcome this? I feel that jumping to a double IPA for a common family meal for people who might not be traditional beer lovers is just too strong. In Lindsay's case, you hit the nail on the head, and I think she would love it. I, I think if we said, Lindsay, go get a Dogfish 90-minute, or if we said, go get a double Simcoe or uh, a Citra, uh, I think she would absolutely love that. I just don't think that you're going to find the average 35-year-old, you know, with two kids sitting down to Christmas dinner wanting to have a double IPA. See, I mean, honestly, I got into craft beers with double IPAs. That's that's just the way that I, before I ever took off with beer drinking, before I started drinking black coffee, before I started getting into red wine, before Look, I got into... We brought him around, Ian. Before I got into any flavors that were maybe unfamiliar or maybe a little bitter, before I got into that, the number one beer that I enjoyed was the Dogfish 90 Minute. That is what opened up the Where did you find me. that? Did you get it? I got it at Tria. On draft? Mm-hmm. I have never had that on draft. I haven't seen it there in quite I've some had time. 60 and I've had 120. I don't know that I've had anything in the middle. But I mean, and that's just my personal take is that I see that as a very accessible, very drinkable beer that you can drink with a lot of different styles of food. All right. And I, I'm going to say, Lindsay, I think you asked a great question because as you will go back and listen to the Thanksgiving podcast, these holiday meals are all over the place in terms of the... I bet you can kind of get away with anything. 
that's the thing. Eat any beer or wine truly would go with at least a couple yeah. of the things on your plate. It's I mean, really red hard. wine might be the best answer. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Garrett Oliver is yeah. the guy from Brooklyn Brewery who wrote uh, the Brewmaster's Master's Table. Table, and I just got a new book by him that's like intense and huge, and is gonna probably make me cry as I read it with a highlighter because it's. You mean tears of joy? Yeah, well, yes, it's going to teach me everything that I wish I could learn about beer, and hopefully, will taste my way through. Uh, Garrett Oliver swears on uh, by Beer de Garde. He says that that is the perfect, perfect Thanksgiving beer. I don't have a beer to guard section in my beer store. Um, I'm going to have to meet up with Andy and see if he can I've put had me... A, I've had a couple of nice beer to guards. I couldn't think of one off the top That's of my head. That's the problem. But I cannot think of one off the top yeah. of my head. I, I, I feel like they're kind of like Saison's, though. They have yes. that, that spicier, refreshing... The Saison would work, but it's funny that the Saison would work because it's typically a very summery beer. Right. It's summery, but it's cloudy, but so it's, it's also, got a little more flavor. I mean, and it's we're not talking harvest, bountiful Thanksgiving, which is well, that's what I mean. Kind it's, of food farmland. You're era, not thinking, thinking about thinking. it, but it would make sense. Yeah, and it's got a little bit of that. I don't want to say pepper, but it's got like a. It does have a little bit like of a pepper. spice. It's a richness, something. a spiciness, and an earthiness because it's cloudy and it's very. Yeah. I, agreed. Uh, so Garrett Oliver's answer might be beer to guard, but Dashing Rogue's answer is. Song. I really, I really feel that. And well, even a triple Carmelite, it's not, it's not a big, dark, heavy beer. It's not a November beer. It's a summer beer, but it's got. So maybe those those lighter, more refreshing beers are the answer. Maybe because they're the palate cleansers. When you're eating a lot, you don't want to. You don't want to eat your beer. Right. You want to drink your beer, and then the Trapel is kind of like a. It's got that effervescence, which which clears your tongue out. So, I don't know. Well, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but we are sort of winding down on our double episode. Look how much we enjoy each other's company. I thought it was like 20 minutes. No. Oh, Max, you flatter us. Um, before that... <laughs> the number of Mad Elves that are open say, on the you... table right now should tell you the length of time. <laughs> yeah, actually, if that was 20 minutes, we'd probably be going to the hospital. 10 minutes, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40, 50, 50 um, 80. Dear listeners... Thank you for keeping with us for the last hour and 45 minutes or so. Uh, and I'm for those say, of you that have been here since the beginning, thank you for being <laughs> here for the past three months. Yeah, because we have enjoyed doing this for you. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it. It means a lot to us that you subscribe and tell your friends to find us on iTunes. And as Jason likes to say, rate, rate us. us on yes, iTunes. Yes, rate us on iTunes. Um, but because we'd like to give back, and this is the season of giving, we have a prize. We have never given away a prize to our listeners before. Um, but we decided that for the holidays, we're going to have a little contest. And um, Ian, would you like to describe the rules of said contest for our listeners? Okay. So you must create a haiku. Haiku. Which is a short poem. I believe it's Go five, on Wikipedia. <laughs> five seven five is the uh, the syllable breakdown for the the lines. Say five syllable, seven syllable, and a five syllable. Poem. Does not have to rhyme just because it's a. Poem. Doesn't have to rhyme. Haikus pretty much never. Rhyme. They you know rarely if ever rhyme. Uh, the rules are though that you must use either brewery names, types of beer, or beer names. So Mad Elf would be a legitimate entry. That would be two syllables into your 575 haiku. Uh, there's 
Brooklyn Brewing. You do not have to use the entire name of, of any of those things. You can drop out the word ale. It's not Mad Elf Ale. It's, you know, Mad Elf. But you do have to do, like, Mad Elf. You can't just say... Mad. Mad, right. Because uh, we need to know what you're talking about, and that's maybe a bad example, but... Uh, yes. Uh, for a prize... Uh, it's silly, and I'm sure that this is the biggest motivation in the world for you all, but uh, we have a Dashing Rogue Beer Pairing Dinners uh, license plate cover with your name on it that I will we'll send We'll post out. a photo with when your we... Name yes. on it? Well, no. <laughs> well, it will be with your name on it when I send it out to you, That's because true. if yeah. you win the prize, I will send it out. Um, and yeah, we'll try to get a photo of that up online so that you when can see what you're competing podcast. for, maybe with the collection of Mad Elf bottles in the background. <laughs> But if you could send them to us by December 30th, we will... Should we say via email or Facebook? Email or Facebook are the best way to get us. We will read probably the top five online or um, on the next podcast. And then uh, we will pick a winner and that winner will receive the uh, license. You should message us, us directly, not, uh, not on the wall because then other people right, might steal Right, don't show other idea. people... I mean, you can tell them you're entering, but don't show them your work. So you can find me at beermistress at dashingrogue.com. You can find Ian at rogue at dashingrogue.com. And as we discussed earlier, I fixed my Twitter settings, so please, please feel free to send me things. Um, I'm at beermistress. Or you can send them to me, and I always get mine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm attached to my cell phone. Uh, I am at dashing underscore rogue. And uh, as we were discussing our live webisodes earlier, if you like our podcast and what we offer up and you want to learn a little more about entertaining, we have a YouTube channel. So we are at youtube.com slash dashing rogue pairings. Um, good luck with that if you would like to make a little habanero shrimp as Cousin Max alluded to earlier. They were delicious at the, in the end. <laughs> once, once we got the proportions down, yeah. In the beginning, there was a lot of habanero. <clears throat> hey, it's a lot of guesswork at the beginning until you find what works. But thank you so much for joining us for a holiday episode. I had a great time, guys. Any last words? Anything, words of wisdom or 2012 good cheer you would like to send along to our listeners? I would just like to say it's been a fantastic trip so far. I'm looking forward to uh, kicking off more of this. So, ladies and gentlemen, Stout your engines. It's going to be a heck of a new year. Uh, I'll say that if we're doing this 10 years from now, I'll have a case of Mad Elf that that's, that's that old as well, and I'll bring that along. Nice. Good plan. So. And I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us.